turned me into a dog. Can you believe this? And you're invited too! Good morning. Welcome to Saturday Morning Obscurities, the podcast where adult siblings look back on weird old kids shows. I'm Melissa. I'm Jams. Hi, welcome to this great episode. Hopefully, I say it's great out here at the beginning. Oh, uh, look look what you've done. Now it has to be great. <laughs> this is this is how we have to energize ourselves. Yes. Are you ready for battle? We have to lie to ourselves. And then fulfill that lie later on. It's it's we'll fake see. it till you make it. Yeah, yeah. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm Good. sleepy. Yeah. I'm cold. Uh, <laughs> it's been a bit since we recorded. Uh, I work retail, mm. and so uh, the last episode we recorded was just a little bit before, like Thanksgiving week, like maybe a week yeah. or two before. And then when we were getting ready to record again, a big sale hit at my store. And I'm just like, I got to get in early. <laughs> I probably have to stay late. I probably Oof. shouldn't try to record for a while. Yeah, that's solid, though. So we're in like the first week of December recording again. Mm. And, uh, forgive us if we don't remember what we're doing. <laughs> it's pretty easy enough. You know, we just talk about cartoons mostly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we talk yeah. about cartoons. Uh, and we review them and see if they're still as outlandish as they, uh, as we remember them being. Yeah. Uh, and if they're still good as we remember them being. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we get into that, we have a first segment of the show where we talk about anything new, new media we've been ingesting in the segment called What's New Scooby-Doo? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mel, what's new Scooby-Doo with you? Uh, do you, I, I try and keep these cartoon adjacent and something sure. cartoon adjacent that I've been enjoying lately is a YouTube channel called The Rose Table. It's this woman who puts together these very elaborate Disney-themed dinner parties. Oh, yeah, you sent me one of those. I sent you the one for Hercules. It is a great-looking menu. I want to make all of her food. That would be fun. That would be yeah. a fun, like, Patreon thing for us. Yeah, yeah, my roommate have been watching them together. It fills us with so many dreams. All these dinner parties we want to have. Maybe we're finally going to actually make Ratatouille like he makes in the film. Have you... This is off topic. Have you... You're not on TikTok, right? No. No. I, I recently got a new phone, so I'm entering the world of TikTok. There's this trend going around for Ratatouille the musical. Yes, yes. I heard about this on a theme park podcast I listened to. Yes. Uh, it's so interesting. Like, every now and then, I'll just it'll come up on my feed for... Everyone's like, here's my, here's my pitch for a song for Ratatouille Musical, or here's my audition or my duet for Ratatouille the Musical. It's so interesting. I really want to look more into it. But yeah, listen to the uh, the podcast. Very amusing. It's all about theme park news and culture and behind the scenes stuff. And it's kind of an offshoot of that. Uh, she does the whole episode talking to various performers who've put out Ratatouille the Musical songs. That's amazing. I mm. really want that to be. I want that to come to the Muni. Like, <laughs> I want. I want to see that. I want to. I want to hear that. Put it in one of these Disney festivals. You know, they got the Honestly. Lion King live show. I think they got a Beauty and the Beast. Time for Ratatouille to take the stage in the Great Epcot Center. It is. It's Remy's time to shine. <laughs> uh, 
I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Did, you. did you have any more What's New Scooby-Doo's? No, I just wanted to tell everyone how cool the rose table is. Rad. Yeah, I didn't finish that episode uh, that you sent me, but I will probably be finishing that and look at more. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> when you said like uh, that we should stick to animation-adjacent things, or you stick to animation-adjacent things? We don't have to. Things? That's just what yeah, I, I use as my starting point. And that's fair. Yeah, we don't have to. Because I'm gonna go off off okay. the radar. I I so we all have comfort podcasts, I assume. Yes. If you're here and you're listening to this podcast, I if this is the first podcast you've ever listened to, thank you. Welcome. It's an honor. <laughs> How'd you get Please. here? How'd you get here? I, I'm honored. But I'm willing to bet if you're listening to us, you don't listen to just us. And you have other podcasts you listen to. Uh, and you have comfort podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2020, boy, what a year! Uh, it's been we've needed comfort podcasts this year more than more than others. Mm. Uh, and I want to plug uh, Dilettante Ball yeah. uh, on the Arcade Audio uh, Podcast Network. Dilettante Ball is these two guys, John uh, Johnny and Spencer, who are friends, and they were on the same like improv team. Uh, and they started a podcast, like, I think like four to eight years ago. I'm not sure. I may be confusing that with other podcasts. Yeah. Uh, and they just, uh, it's very, it's a very quick podcast, anywhere from 15 minutes to a half, half hour. And they just, uh, look up random Wikipedia articles and then mm. talk about it. And sometimes they don't even talk about it. They just, they just talk and it's, I don't know, it's, <laughs> it's very, it's very warm. It's yeah. very easy to listen to, and it's very funny. And I, I love the podcast dearly. I've just been like going through their back uh, backlog of just all their old. They did a series where they they uh, looked at the articles for all the different states. Ooh. Uh, this year they're doing one where they this year twenty twenty. I think this will probably come out next year. Uh, mm. But they've been doing one where it's this all this year they've been doing Friday Night Lights Wikipedia, a show they know <laughs> nothing about. Because they're like, <laughs> the logic was, neither of us know this show, but if we cl- if we hit a random article every week, then eventually <laughs> we'll be able to, you know, yarn on a bulletin board, be able to piece this together, <laughs> figure it out. Uh, we will understand from a distance. We're going to Monet dot together eventually a portrait of Tim Riggins. Exactly. Uh, they haven't, but, <laughs> but that's, I, I still love them. I still love the, the podcast. So I've been, I've been listening to them. That sounds uh, good. One of my favorite genres of podcasts besides theme park is <laughs> just aimless chatter. Yeah. It's really comforting. It's, it's like, I guess my brother, my brother and me, big, mm-hmm. big name in podcasting has a good like formula for, yeah. Get a question, answer a question, get a question, answer that question, uh, and then riffing all among all between. Mm-hmm. But it still like has good hangout energy. Yeah. And it doesn't just feel it doesn't feel like five guys talking over each other. Like like some just talking podcasts do, mm-hmm. me, in my mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, it's a delicate balance to hit. It is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Dilettante ball. D I L E T T A N T E B A L L. I think I spelled that right. Sure. Johnny spends it every episode. But (laughs) if you find it, I do recommend it. Mm -hmm. Um, 
shall we get into today's uh, episode? It's about it's about ten minutes into the episode. Let's uh, talk about yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah, so this is our first of a prolific genre in the Saturday morning cartoon. The Saturday morning cartoon based off of a movie that maybe didn't need a cartoon based off of it. Uh, we are talking. <laughs> yeah, we are talking about Evolution, the animated series. Also known as Alienators, Evolution continues in other mm. uh, other countries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Remember Evolution, the uh, <laughs> the other alien project with David Duchovny in it that wasn't the X Files. It's a uh, animated for you every weekend. Yeah, uh, the show. I think the movie came out in two thousand one. Yeah, the movie, just to give you uh, some brief background, it came out in 2001, according to IMDb, a firefighting cadet, two college professors, and a geeky but sexy government scientist work against an alien organism that has been rapidly evolving since its arrival on Earth inside a meteor, directed by Ivan Reitman, starring David Duchovny, Julianne Moore, Orlando Jones, and Sean William Scott. In the four uh, main roles. And also Ethan Suppley's in this movie as like a, a bigger role towards the end. Right. Yeah, there's other great appearances in it. Here on IMDb, we got Ted Levine, Dan Aykroyd, Gregory yep. Itzen, Sarah Silverman, way down there at the bottom. Oh, wow. Ty Burrell. I watched yeah. this movie once in high school because I was a big X-Files fan. And after I watched all of the X-Files, I'm like, I guess I'll watch this. <laughs> And I, I and need it was, more of the company. It was fine. Uh, IMDb <laughs> gives it a 6.1, and I think that's about fair. Yeah, I thought about rewatching this before we recorded this today. Um, but I don't know. I think that can we can do that another time, maybe. Uh, Patreon bonus yeah. content. Patreon bonus content. There you go. But yeah, this. let's talk about the show a little bit. So yes. this show uh, originally aired... Uh, it's a. It was originally produced in U.S. and France. Uh, originally aired on Fox Kids and M6 in France. It was created by Louis Gassin. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, had 26 episodes. Came out. I think it. I don't know if it came out the same year as Evolution, but it uh, says it came out 2001, 2002. Yeah, maybe about the same time. That's a quick turnaround for a movie adaptation. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how they did it back then. If it was uh, all behind the scenes where it's like, you got a new movie that's going to hit big. Let's go ahead and mm-hmm. get the animated series, get the video game, get the computer games going for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, get your it Burger just... King toys. Exactly. Well, <laughs> definitely, definitely the Burger King toys. Got to produce those in advance. It's not so much the how of why the of how of how the show was made for me. It is the why. This is a a more mature film. Like it's like a yeah. It's a, it's a PG thirteen. You could maybe take like a ten year old to see it. But I remember it having a decent amount of adult jokes, uh, and I'm yes. perplexed that it was made into a, a young adult cartoon. Maybe because the basic premise: scientists fight aliens, is family friendly enough. Did this? This came out after Men in Black, right? Oh, yes. Men in Black was like 97. So maybe that's what they're anticipating. They're anticipating Ah. that the hype from Men in Black, the aliens and the monsters and all that, that kids will also love this. Men in Black, but with uh, science and a fire truck. Men in Black with Sean William Scott. (laughs) Honestly? Yeah. 
<laughs> there weren't Burger King toys for this movie, were there? Oh, I, I just threw that out as an example. I don't okay. know if it had toys and if it did, was... uh, what restaurant offered the toys. Yeah. We'll have we to need do a whole to, we, episode on uh, Burger King and, and like McDonald's I really do. Like I want it to be all fast food toys outside of McDonald's. Because McDonald's we know. I feel like the big ones we know. The Pokemon at well, Burger King. What are the other forgot? Like what did Taco Bell have? What did Wendy's have? What did... I think it's still, it's still important to touch on. McDonald's yeah. is like a cornerstone for... McDonald's toys. is one whole episode. Yeah. Everything yeah, else is right. its own episode. Maybe Burger King could fill its own episode. I'll have to research. We'll have to talk to the king. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, let's look at a little bit more information about the show. Mm. Uh, it had two names. It was either like Evolution, like the animated series, or it was Alienator's Evolution. What is it? Evolution Continues? Yeah. I. It doesn't say what parts of the world was different, but hmm. it's not It's not like the, those other shows where, uh, what was it, Science Court? changed names in the third season yeah it's just different named things uh let's look at the production companies that helped mm -hmm. make this show uh first name on the production companies list uh you love them you know them if you watched cartoons in the early 2000s it's deke deke entertainment deke or dic deke is what they say in the end slate um i'm gonna talk about deke in a little bit but we also have uh the montecito picture company dreamworks uh mm. skg Helped work on this. Columbia TriStar Television helped on this. And Dentsu Inc. But I want to talk a little bit about Deke Entertainment. Mel, mm. how much do you know about Deke? I remember that end slate vividly from a variety of shows when we were kids. But I, Very couldn't, I couldn't tell you one specific show it's from. It was definitely at the end of a lot of the... ABC family shows we watched like specifically I remember that uh so like end I think end of Flint the time detective had Deke. okay was was it like on shows that were also produced by Saban or like at least in the same yes. block as shows that were produced by Saban I think at one point okay. Deke merged with the Saban company so they Saban. did share some stuff okay um uh but yeah they also like helped on like Sailor Moon yes uh, they were on a lot of different stuff uh, do you want to guess who founded Deke? I feel like I know this. This has been a trivia fact somebody has provided to me before. I'll give you a hint. It's someone we talked about in detail on our very first episode. Ulysses? You're not going to remember himself? Huh? What's that? <laughs> Ulysses himself? No. <laughs> uh, but the creator of Ulysses, Jean Chalapine. Ah! <laughs> Yeah, he not only did he like invent like Inspector Gadget and Ulysses Thirty One, he also founded Deke. Wow. So maybe that's where yeah. I know it from. Is I, I I did watch a lot of Inspector Gadget as a small child. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Deke did uh, Street Sharks. Here's their here's their uh, wiki: Street Sharks, uh, Mary Kate Nashley in, in action, Archie's mm -hmm. Weird Mysteries, Sonic Underground, uh, Horseland, Dino Squad, Sushi <laughs> Pack. Hammerman, Wish Kid, Pro Stars, Camp this is, Candy. This is just a jumble of words. Like you put all these words into a bucket and shook up the bucket, and you've just been pulling words out two at a time. Kissy fur, poppies, <laughs> kid video, pole position, the littles. M A S key K, not key. Uh, but yeah, 
a, a lot of old uh, cartoons that we'll definitely be talking about. We're gonna get to all of these. I, I don't definitely. I don't think we put any of the Mary Kate and Ashley direct to videos on our list, but now I do want to cover a Mary Kate and Ashley mystery. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be interesting. Let's see. Oh, we also have to talk about the popular voice actors for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do so with uh, a solemn heart. Mm-hmm. The lead voice in this uh, for Dr. Ira Kane in place of David Duchovny is Kirby Morrow. Uh, Kirby Morrow, famously the voice of uh, Cyclops in X-Men the Animated Series, oh. uh, the uh, X-Men Evolution Animated Series, um, who at the time of this recording just passed away mm-hmm. uh, a few weeks ago. So that was a real gut punch to the animated community. Yeah. Uh, so it's 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 good to hear his voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're going to miss him. Other notable voice actors, uh, Andrew Francis, who voiced Wayne. He also does, he, he's, he has like a very like high pitched, like kid voice, but he's gone yeah. on to do like some, some anime. He's done some other stuff. Lilith's Pet Shop, Beyblade. He's, he's still in animation, but he's done some live action roles mm. as well. Uh, other than that, there's not a lot of voice actors that are notable. It's pretty much those two roles. Uh, and then just the rest of the thing is just additional voices. <laughs> Ex- except for uh lucy mai who is a kiko morrison who hasn't really done much else mm. um, maybe some of these people are, are someone but to me right now they're just additional voices they may be someone to us uh a while from now like i feel like the more we do this the more we're gonna pick up on all these names we've never paid attention to before that's the hope it's exciting to learn yeah i guess let's get into the plot of what the show is mm. uh it's supposed to t- so the show like kind of opens and takes place almost back to back with the end of the movie yeah which is very cool for a show to do yeah there's uh, a news broadcast saying it's been four months after this meteorite fell to earth and the show takes yes. place in Glen canyon arizona very specifically and our main characters <laughs> very, <laughs> our very main popular char- town <laughs> right and our main characters are community college professors <laughs> Yep. It's two community college for <laughs> what? I was going to say even you at in Arizona Community College, you could be the hero in an animated series. <laughs> Dream big. Like Ira Kane and Harry Block and then Wayne Green is a firefighter trainee. Allison Reed is <laughs> IMD described a sexy geeky scientist. And then later, uh, after Allison Reed steps back, like, uh, n- no, I got work to do. I'm not running around on alien adventures anymore. They get Lieutenant Lucy Mai, their military yeah. attache. Exactly. So before we we watched uh, the first three episodes, mm-hmm. which were uh, a three-parter, and we'll get into that in a second. But first, let's watch the uh, the opening, shall we? Yeah. The opening is. It's about, let's see, it's 45 seconds long. It's not, it's like talk singing mostly to me. Yeah. It's like, here's the guys and here's the things. This is what happens in the show. It's very much that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if this is a great song, but it's solid enough. And it has been stuck in my head for the whole time I've had to watch the show for this podcast. It is infectious. It's an earworm, but it's, it's not great. Yeah. Uh, it'll play under us, but if you want to watch with us, uh, I'll be sit- hitting play uh, in three, two, one, play. 
Well, there we see the explosion coming down over the city. There's their weird mascot we have to get to. Very brief character introduction. Right. No names. Like, yeah, yeah, you get one shot of each of them, and then mostly it's shots of aliens uh, and assorted science things. Yeah. Uh, there's their big red demon monster guy. S'more bugs. A lot, of, a lot of pink. That's the key to evolution is pink. Yeah, there are a lot of like cool-looking pink and purple aliens on here. It really yeah. diversifies the color palette against these desert backgrounds. Yeah. Evolution, the animated series. Yeah. <laughs> Just very, very toxic-y. I don't know mm -hmm. if I love it. But, yeah. Uh, it's it's not bad as far as uh, as far as uh, intros go. Mm. Uh, so yeah, we watched the first three episodes, which are like survival part one, part two, and part three. Mm -hmm. Uh, I gotta say watching a three parter for the intro is a good idea for us. It means we watched the same episodes. <laughs> yeah. There's no confusion here. Although I will yeah. say I, I was a bit confused why this was a three parter. Cause I was, yeah. I was watching these and like the plot of these three episodes seems like they would be the plot of all 26 episodes. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not wrong. That's I I wrote that down too. Like the first episode, second episode, third episode, I get how they could see them as a three-parter. Yeah. But for the most part, they all had standalone plots. Yeah. <laughs> Just sort of the recurring threat of the alien mutating. I'm like, isn't that the plot of the entire show is the alien keeps mutating? I don't know if they yeah. do things that aren't regarding that. Maybe in like episode 17, it's just like, we have to go to a conference and it's just all conference <laughs> misadventures. We got to do research. We have to publish a paper on what we found. <laughs> Otherwise we'll be taken seriously by the scientific community. Mm -hmm. uh, so we meet uh, the animated counterparts of the people we know from the movie. Yeah. Uh, we meet uh, Dr. Ira. What's his last name? Dr. Ira Kane. I wanted to say Ira Glass, but I'm pretty sure that's the actor from Firefly. No, that's Ron Glass. Ira Glass, Ron Glass is the NPR guy. Okay. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> so we meet uh, Dr. Ira Kane, who, I mean, honestly, the way they uh, drew this animated version of David Duchovny, pretty good. Yeah. Like, likeness of David Duchovny. Yeah, it doesn't look a lot like him, but you can definitely tell that was the origin point that they started from. Yeah, this is a very much a, a much pointier uh, David Duchovny <laughs> with more actiony hair. Yeah, so yeah, the, the first episode uh, opens up on kind of the news coverage of the final boss from mm. the uh, the, mo the the movie, which is yeah. very cool. Mm. Uh, so we see like the fire truck pulling up, and we we meet we get like shots of all the characters. Uh, Ira is talking to Wayne, who's driving. We get a shot of Harry, uh, a.k.a. Coach. Uh, and then we get, like, a shot of, like, Dr. Allison, who is, like, mm. doing something and then looks up. And just the the animation, just, like, she has, like, the deadest look in her <laughs> eyes. Allison, like not... Allison does not want to be here continually. No, yeah, for the series. She, yeah, she wants to leave. She's like, I'm going back to my job, and you're getting another cool action woman. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's them fighting the big big boss. 
which I guess spoilers if you haven't seen Evolution <laughs> the movie. Uh, they take head and shoulders dandruff shampoo. Yes. And and in, inject it into the monster from below uh, and explode it that way. Yeah, which uh, is what the fire truck is for. They replace the water with head and shoulders shampoo and cover yeah. the alien with shampoo because the selenium uh, yes. mineral inside the shampoo that's supposed to get rid of your dandruff, that is the, the alien's weakness. Yeah, which I noticed immediately they start saying selenium shampoo. <laughs> so it sounds like they lost the, uh, the sponsorship <laughs> yeah, for Head yeah, & Shoulders. Yeah, Head & Shoulders didn't want to sponsor uh, a Saturday morning cartoon because seven-year-olds don't need dandruff shampoo. I mean, I'm sure seven, some seven-year-olds do. We some, see you. You're seen. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're in second grade with dandruff problems, our hearts go out to you. Yeah. Uh, so we get that uh, action sequence, and then we see four months later, and it's Harry, uh, the coach, and uh, Ira hanging out, and I guess just being like, what are we going to do? We don't, we don't have aliens anymore. <laughs> How are we going to make the money? Uh, one bit that I particularly enjoyed is that after they saved Glen Canyon, Arizona from the, this alien infestation, they got to meet the president, who's like a a nameless, vague man who you don't know a single thing about. He's just the president. And Harry has like the footage of him meeting the president, and he's rewinding it and drawing over the screen like it's a sports play. He's, he loved meeting the president and hugging the president when he was clearly not supposed to. Because he hugs the president and then everybody else gasps. And the Secret Service come in and, gra and like drag him away. And he considers this his finest victory, hugging the president. <laughs> he's so psyched about hugging the president. He tells everyone he met, I hugged the president. <laughs> I kind of wish that would have stayed as a, as a common thread throughout the show. That would have been fun. Hi, I'm Dr. Harry Block. I fight aliens. I hugged the president once. And I it seems to. <laughs> looks down from glasses, the, the president. And I don't know if he's specifically a fan of this president, whoever the individual may be, or if he's just a fan of the concept of a president. <laughs> he hugged a man of power. <laughs> right. Anyone of power thrilling to him. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get uh, hugged. This is, <laughs> this is the first of uh, Coach's... I, I guess I'm going to keep calling him Coach, because that's what they call him in the show. I don't uh, remember I people don't... calling him Coach. Do they? I think Ira does. Or maybe okay. I'm mistaken. Maybe I'm thinking of uh, the Coach character in New Girl. <laughs> I think I've been watching too much New Girl, and I'm, com I'm combining these characters. That is different, yeah. Oh, yeah, and I don't think yeah. we mentioned uh, what he's a coach of. It's like the yeah. when the newscaster is introducing them, it's like, these two are community college professors, and Dr. Harry Block is also coach of the girls' bas uh, volleyball team. Volleyball team. Yeah. yeah. Which but, like, he inducts into his life every kind of sport. Yeah. Like, he's walked, watching badminton, uh, and he's, like, got, like, his, uh, a handheld radio with earbuds trying to catch the the latest tennis games and stuff like that <laughs> he's so like, enthusiastic about everything it's delightful yeah i don't know i by the end of the third episode i was pretty tired of all of his coach uh or his sports <laughs> sayings i just wanted to see what what other weirdly specific things he would get into because i do like that it's like badminton 
And at the end of the first episode, he's watching um like a lumberjack axe chopping competition. Yeah. <laughs> like how fast can you chop down a tree? And he's so into it like it is football or baseball or basketball. I just wanted to see him yeah. continue to get more into very, very niche sports. Yeah. That and that's that's an endearing quality for yeah. her to have. Uh, uh, an anti-endearing quality, a, a non-dearing quality, <laughs> uh, is how every word that comes out of his mouth is related to sports or something that, like, a football man says. <laughs> this I did not like. Yeah, he could use more dimensions. Yeah. So all, all Ira of them could. And... <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, Ira and Harry are trying to think of, like, how can we get back on the beat? Mm. Uh, we need to like pay all these parking tickets for where we park <laughs> the fire truck, uh, and then we cut to uh, a, a a sad old man uh, yeah. who runs into trouble every episode so far. I don't know if this is consistent. Three for the out rest of three. Of the show, but for these first three episodes, he is the problem starter. Like he has the most bad luck every episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's pouring out like I think laundry detergent or like something to for like mopping some cleaning liquid mm. uh, and he pours out this jug and worms come out which <laughs> bad <laughs> and those these are supposed to be like the seeds of like the worms for this evolution mm. alien uh and it just seems like he bought bad juice bad clean juice <laughs> return that to your store and ask where they put why they put worms in it worms don't make it work now with more worm power worms yeah, will eat the dirt like... off of your clothes that's factually accurate, but that's not what he was he was using. Yeah. Uh, so we cut from that to Ira and Harry going up to the mayor. Like, surely our, our contact, the mayor, can help us with these parking tickets. Uh, <laughs> We're taking this straight to the top. Yeah. I think maybe the old man is like the janitor at this mayoral building. I think so. And yeah, so the bugs start kind of like flooding in through the door while they're in the mayor's office. Also, the mayor looks like a uh, mayor cowboy comb over. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He, I... has, he has like a middle part that only goes down to the top of his head. I'm looking at the IMDb to see who played the mayor. Nobody is listed as mayor, but Dan Aykroyd played the governor. Maybe they downgraded yeah. this role to mayor. Are you saying they based his haircut? On Dan Aykroyd. He doesn't look a thing like Dan Aykroyd. Maybe he's a wholly original character. I hope so. Because <laughs> he sounds like a cowboy. He's got a bad comb over. He's a mere cowboy comb over. And he's also, he is full cowboy. He's wearing cowboy boots and bolo tie. Yeah. Everything that a mare needs in this day and age. <laughs> so the bugs start infesting. They start flooding in through the door to the mayor's office. Mm-hmm. Uh until they're like pushing things up and everyone's playing the floor is lava. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what happens next, but Ira and uh, I think they use the fire extinguisher, I think, and just extinguish the bugs. <laughs> and Ira and Harry are like, huh? You need us. Yeah. Our parking tickets. Yeah. Tear up our parking tickets and we'll stop your office from being eaten by alien bugs. I think now is when we switch over and we check in with Wayne. Wayne, uh, played by Sean William Scott in the movie, I believe was supposed to be one of the community college students training to be a firefighter. He's so jazzed about the firefighter life. In the TV show, it seems like he's like 15. Yeah. <laughs> he seems like a boy. 
do they teach firefighting at community college? Well, maybe there's some degree you can get that, like, yeah, it is helpful later on uh, in firefighting. I, maybe he was, you I know, just like, going for, like, gen ed or something, but he's, like, on the side. Firefighting education. <laughs> I, I majored in science. I minored in firefighting. <laughs> yeah, he's in his backyard. He's stolen a teddy bear from, I think, like, a little sister or a neighborhood girl. And he's pretending to save the, the teddy bear from a fire. He just stole it from a girl. Yeah. I think now we meet... This may just be an introduction. I think we get a call from maybe Ira's contacting mm. uh, Wayne. And we get a, we cut over to uh, Dr. Allison. Because I think Ira's like, I need uh, gene cells. Yeah. Uh, genus? I need a genus. Right. The genus is what they call this original alien that landed... The crashed there and everything is morphing out of the genus. Yeah. He needs a, a genus sample, I guess. Yeah. Uh, to, to run tests. So we run over and meet, you know, four months later, everyone's doing okay. But uh, do <laughs> Dr. Allison is now working at a secret military base. Mm -hmm. uh, military base. Military base. Uh, and the military is like funding their research. Mm. And we see our cool lab. Uh, and Arrow's like, you know, hey, I'm back. <laughs> uh, I need your help with monsters again. Mm -mm. And she's like, can, no, can, do. I work as a scientist now. <laughs> yeah, she's much, much better things to do at all times. Yes. So Ira is planted at care of the monster. The, you know, like all of these bugs have been, you know, they evolve, such as the title of the show. Every small monster you see is going to be a bigger monster by the end of the episode. This is the <laughs> yes. the concept under which they use the term evolution in this show. They use it in like the Pokemon terminology. I I guess that would be accurate, yeah. Yeah, as opposed to like the X-Men terminology, the two kinds. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he wants to make a monster to fight the monster, but instead what he makes is a slug dog who vaguely looks like the cheat. And sort of fills the role of the Slimer to their real Ghostbusters. And yeah, they name that's exactly what it is. Uh, this little creature farts all the time. It farts when it senses danger. And so they literally name it Gassy. Yeah, uh, I hate him. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's good natured. He is jolly to be there. Uh, Gassy is a team player. I can respect that. I'd like him a lot better if it, the farting wasn't part of the concept. I, you know, I agree. If there was some other way for him to mm -hmm. sense this, I, uh, something about me, I notoriously hate uh, toilet humor. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I never think it's funny. Mm. Uh, it's never an amusing quality to any comedic action. Mm. Uh, so yeah, if he didn't fart, I'd, I'd be uh, a lot more on board with him, I think. Yeah, visually, he's, he's cute enough. Yeah, he's got the, the three eyes, too, that yeah. mirror the evolution, like, smiley face that was the poster for the uh, for the movie. Yeah, like, they can't have a literal uh, smiley face on their team, so let's make another yellow <laughs> smiling creature of some kind. Did the smiley face become the mascot of another product? A three-eyed smiley face? Um, no, a two-eyed one. No, I'm just saying, like, they can't make smiley... Like, what, <laughs> like sm they can't make a smiley face being that just like floats around them like yeah uh this is an alien that we found it's a floating smiley face the icon we all know 
Why not? I guess, <laughs> I guess, oh, you know what I think Walmart did of a smiley face? There we go. That's that's why. That's that's the out I was looking for. <laughs> that's the excuse I respect. Although I do love the audacity of like, yeah, it's just a floating face. Uh, and this is our team mascot. It is a living sentient creature. And and big plus doesn't fart. Never farts. Never <laughs> will fart. No, but can't do anything of the sort. Yeah. Uh, isn't there a moment in this while he's in Dr. Allison la- Dr. Allison's lab where he takes like an instrument like or an invention that she, she made uh, and then tweaks it and turns it into a weapon? I don't remember that. All I remember from his interactions with Allison is that she makes some joke about, uh, oh, you have a funny way of saving the world, Ira. And then I didn't remember the first part of the sentence, but the second part of the sen- sentences. But all I want to do is dance. And he just like dances towards her <laughs> i don't remember that but that's great <laughs> uh all i remember is it being skeezy that he's like oh this thing that you invented i've now changed it and it's my gun invention <laughs> and she's like great job yeah you did it this and is I why she that. this is why she leaves this is why she's like i will have one short scene in every episode going forward <laughs> i'm not going to be a plot character anymore yeah, not like this. Not like this. Uh, uh, let's see. What was the... Uh, I, the rest of my notes are, are just observations. How did uh, this episode end? I guess they... They defeat Wayne it. and Harry try and corner the bugs and take mm-hmm. care of it themselves. And they don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Ira saves them, I guess. I, to be honest, I... I, I never write down the steps of an action scene. It's like foe approaches. Yeah. Later foe is defeated. It <laughs> Yeah. I that's the thing about this show. Yeah. Our podcast for like cartoons. Eventually if we get to something like Dragon Ball Z, oh, yes. we'll have to talk about action sequences. Yeah. Because that's ninety percent of it. Yeah, you but... have to you have to calculate each individual punch. Yeah, but in like adaptation shows like this, shows where action is mm-hmm. is only like maybe twenty percent of mm-hmm. it, uh, maybe thirty percent. It's more like they they try to do it and they did it and it's done. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's it. Right, so I don't write down stuff like that. I just write down uh, Harry being upset at a lumberjack axe chopping competition because he's like, I don't know why it's not chainsaws. Clearly, this is where our our uh, our hearts lie. When it comes to learning about these these shows, we don't care about the action. Let me see that that lumberjack contest. Yeah, though. we just want odd character moments. Yeah, pretty just, much. I care most about character development. So yeah, assemble all of those for us, please. So, uh, so yeah, so, second episode. <laughs> yeah, second episode. The old man is back. Uh, he's playing with a rubber ducky in a bathtub, and then I think an alien must come out of the bathtub. Yeah. Uh, hate hated to see this. Don't hate to open on an old man taking a bath. Uh, but uh, unless you're an old man taking a bath, listening to our podcast, in which case, thank you so much. Uh, do uh, people of any kind enjoy a bath? Relax with a bath. I just don't know if it's especially the opening just, scene of episode two of this kids' cartoon. It's just jarring. It's, it's yeah, yeah. It, it was it was alarming. Yeah. Um, we, we, we're back with the scientists. There's this general character. I wrote down his name is General Woodman. And they're convincing him, like, hey, you have to give us a real base 
so that we're not just doing stuff out of our apartments and community college offices. Yeah. So yeah, they uh, the military like airdrop a base onto community college like grounds, <laughs> uh, and it just looks like like a little air like aircraft hangar, little, yeah. one of those little like half cylindrical yeah like, uh, bases. Maybe they maybe they do airdrop them in real life. I actually don't know. I don't know how they get there. Maybe they are always been there. Maybe they grow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The building so, also evolves. This so used to the, be one plank. <laughs> so the general is there and he's like here's your new base uh now never talk to me again uh, <laughs> however you are gonna need a military liaison yeah uh we're keeping uh dr allison mm. she's not gonna be here for you but you get lieutenant lucy mai mm. who is this she rolls up like after they mention her she rolls up like on a motorcycle mm. uh takes off her helmet and it's like uh they weren't expecting a girl uh, kind of thing. Yeah, because uh, she's introduced as just Lieutenant Mai, and what I didn't write down, I didn't attribute this quote, but one of the fellas says, I bet this guy is a man's man. Mucho macho variety. Slaying <laughs> <laughs> it on real thick. And then well, a pretty lady takes off motorcycle helmet. <laughs> I'm not crazy about this surprise it's a pretty lady twist, but I mean, if you have to do it, I guess taking off motorcycle helmet is the way I prefer to have that delivered to me. That's fair. And and uh, we kind of meet Lucy Mai, and her character mm. is not much. She's just kind of like the straight-laced, like, military. Yeah. Do things by the book. I'm good at strategy. You aren't. Uh, listen to me, not to your leader kind of mm. stuff. Yeah, I'm in charge uh, of this now. Uh, they also get... Uh, the fire truck which Wayne uh, soups up uh, and then they go to the old man's house to help with his uh, his bug inf infestation mm -hmm. I guess and they just suit up immediately like we don't get an introduction of look here are your new uniforms your new weapons and all that here are the tools you'll be using they just immediately put it on you just have to yeah. accept that this is how they look in action mode. Yeah, like, they just show you uh, all the gadgets and everything, but, like, nothing gets, like, a name. You know, nothing is really featured. It's just all part of yeah. the visual language of the show now. There's one bit about the fire truck I want to mention, which is I forget if they actually have this or if this is something Wayne says that he wants, but it's camouflage cup holders. And I wrote down in my notes, so it looks like your cup is floating. <laughs> 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 What's holding my cup up? I I can't see. I think it's just air. It's just background. It's either that or you can't tell that you set a cup down. Either way, <laughs> I don't see the function here. It hides your drink so nobody sneaks in and takes it. I mean, that's fair, I guess. Maybe, if that's where your priorities are in community <laughs> college. Nobody's going to take your coffee out of this fire truck, we promise you. Military technology. Yeah. Uh, so we, we cut into the uh, the house of Mr. Old Manson. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they name him in episode three, but I didn't catch it. He's just he's just the same old man. Yeah, I like Mr. Uh, old Manson. Yeah, Mr. Old Manson. And we see that the worms have kind of congealed into this monster. This monster has big, big bad energy. Uh, he's He looks like he's to be the big bad of the series, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it it uh, becomes this, yes. 
I do want to yeah, mention when the when the old man comes down, he's apparently like just gotten out of the bath. I guess he comes down and he's like in a towel still. Uh, and then somebody says, "We, you need to find yourself some clothes." And then the man gives the weirdest look, like he just sort of like <laughs> furtively glances over to the side, and I couldn't tell what that look was supposed to mean. Like, <laughs> like I. <laughs> Do you not have clothes? Is that what that response is? <laughs> I is don't he... have a, a wardrobe. <laughs> I just go from bath to bath. I don't leave my house. <laughs> I, it's not cl- a clearly embarrassed or annoyed look. Like, it's just mysterious looking. <laughs> uh, we cut to the, the, the big bad monster. He's, he's like a big red guy. He's like... Uh, <laughs> He's like a triangle with a little head. He's got tentacles. Yeah. He's got two rows of teeth. Yeah. Uh, and he's at the computer in this guy's house, just like hacking away. Hack spelled with a four instead of an A. <laughs> just like learning, I guess, about the world. Yeah. Uh, and this comes up later because they can translate him using binary. Uh, mm-hmm. And when they translate him, the translator gives him a mean bad, go- bad guy voice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which it I does. don't know why you would set that as the default for your translator. <laughs> when you do that, no matter what you hear is going to be bad, no- bad news. Yeah, every- it turns everyone into an antagonist. <laughs> we get a scene where I think there's like little worms everywhere. I think they think they defeated the big bad or maybe the big bad is hiding. Yeah. And they're like capturing these little worms and trying to keep them. And Ira hands a big open jar or either Ira or my hands a big open jar full of these worms. They're like, here, I captured these in this open glass jar <laughs> that I'm handing to you. Here you go. These the... specimens aren't going anywhere. <laughs> what are they going to do? Crawl out with their tremendous strength they have been shown to have. But uh, as we've learned from the first episode and from the movie, if you saw that, everything grows. Everything grows. And the worms turn into these like dinosaur-looking creatures. Which are kind of yeah, like, cool. The the yeah, show does have, it does have some fun like alien monster designs to it. Yeah, honestly, very and and very toyetic monsters. Yes, because uh, these are these are velociraptors with like, I think they have like pink like wings. Yeah, and like two sets of arms. Uh, very toyetic. Also, like the suits that they give the main characters, incredibly toyetic. I'm guarantee you these were toys. Yeah, everybody's uh, got like a different color. <laughs> Yeah. So they they defeat the big bad, or at least they think they do, uh, and in the process almost demolish this poor old man's house. So I I want to say two things. There's a point uh, where two of these dinosaur monsters are approaching Harry, and he says, there's too many! They just keep coming! (laughs) There's two. (laughs) T-W-O many. (laughs) There's two, comma, many! (laughs) and in the first episode when all these aliens attack the mayor's office i think they like chew through the floor like the floor breaks and everybody like falls through the um through the ceiling and they're like on the bottom of the next floor they're like in the basement of city hall in this episode they also fall through this old man's floor and they're in his basement and i'm like does every episode of the show take place in a basement and then uh, (laughs) looking ahead to episode three they wind up in a sewer the town's basement. 
<laughs> so as far as I know, yes, this is from the sample size I've seen. It is 100% a basement-based show. Yeah, you're right. It's entirely basement. It's 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 they're a little based on this on this on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fourth, the third episode is just like, oops, we did an underground Jurassic Park, and now the sewer is, is entirely evolution dinosaurs. Uh, and then they, get, they, then they get down there, and they're like, investigate, and it's all overrun like a forest. Yeah. Uh, and they pull the entire fire truck in there, and then more evolution monsters come out, and they're just gorillas with, with like, they're apes with pink horns. Yeah. And that's it? Like, that's where evolution is heading? Yeah. <laughs> gorilla but horns also pink i'm happy that evolution is like the pink is important it's like it's like we we recently watched uh the color out of space yes uh, in our movie group uh it's kind of like that i guess where it's like it's hard to fathom this impossible color but it's pink and it's what (laughs) it's what comes next in the evolutionary line fuchsia uh this is where all forms of life are heading it's fuchsia Spell with an X. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like the third episode is just, I think the old man is feeding birds. Yeah. At the beginning, and one of the birds regurgitates one of the worms and that's where it starts. Mm. It always starts with worms being in places they shouldn't be. And he's like, oh no, not again. <laughs> Which I imagine is just the case for the rest of the season until he joins the team. Oh, I hope like, so. All these events are happening to me. Let me just be your ground zero. <laughs> I want to be your man in the chair. <laughs> oh, we've got one more thing to say about the end of episode two. Wayne has tricked yeah. out the fire truck so that it's remote controlled. And like he can drive the fire truck from far away. But it is a TV remote he is holding in his hand. <laughs> It's not the most inefficient. Right. It's not a remote that looks like an actual like remote control car remote. It doesn't look like a like a game controller or anything. It looks like a television remote. Yeah, that's I guarantee you they made a, a remote controlled fire truck for evolution. Mm. Or at least like a toy version. Um where the control was connected by wire to, yeah. the, to the fire truck. Yeah, very, very toyetic. I think the plot in like the just the third episode is Jurassic Park got to stop it. And I think that's it. <laughs> like they fight like I think uh, Gassy at one point fights a crocodile monster with too many eyes. Yes. Uh, the, the big bad shows up again. At some point, Ira gets a jet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Harry, um, not Harry. Wayne added a small jet to the fire truck. Like he just keeps you know, putting, like, like you do. He keeps putting things in the fire truck, which I understand. He is a firefighting-based character, but when it extends to... <laughs> he has any skill, as long as it is related to the fire truck. So if he needs to build a small jet that fits in the fire truck, he can. I don't think he should be able to. Right, he's possibly 15. <laughs> he's no aeronautics master he goes to community college for firefighting <laughs> you have the wrong major Wayne it's like a smart guy scenario yeah he's like a child genius but only for firefighting and so he graduated yeah. school at 15 he's like going to college for firefighting and also to build <laughs> jets but not for aeronautics exclusively for firefighting <laughs> For my own purposes. <laughs> purposes that aren't 
navigation. Uh, so, uh, yeah, at one point, Ira gets in the jet to try and take down the big bad, mm-hmm. and he, like, crashes into it, soaks it with selenium, uh, and it seems to, like, gush away and, like, evaporate, I guess. Mm. Like, it just turns into a pile of muck, uh, and, and seemingly they've, they've beaten the big bad. Uh, but in the process, Ira crashes the jet, and everyone's like, oh, no, he's gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but he's not. Uh, and then they at the end of the episode with like, uh, we're good at this. We should have a team name. I think we're a team. Look at us being a team. Aren't you a team? We're a team now. Look at us <laughs> being a team. Uh, and they name themselves Alienators because, uh, quote Harry says, because that's what we do. <laughs> the other names suggested were that Wayne said they should be the Stink Dogs. Mai said they should be Bravo Strike Force, and Ira just rattled off like a shield type, uh, very official sounding acronym. Yeah, which I thought is what they were going to be going with because I forgot the name of the show was Evolution. Uh, No, they call themselves Alienators. Alienators. Which which is like a robotics team. (laughs) That is. There's a couple details I want to highlight in this episode very quickly. Sure. Uh, at the beginning of the episode, Harry is surprised by something. I don't remember what he was surprised by, but he does a spit take. You know, sometimes you'll like add extra looks onto a spit take. Well, like you'll turn and you'll look and then you'll think it's nothing. And you'll turn and you'll look again and then you'll be surprised and then you'll spit. Yeah. Like there, there can be multiple looks, but there's always one spit. This is a single look. <laughs> But two spits. He's surprised. <laughs> he spits. And then he spits again. I missed that. That's great. This is a- He's broken the rule of spits. <laughs> this is a play I've never seen. Uh, also, Wayne is trying to make a very tricked out fireman's axe. And it is an axe bow staff. But it has a chain in the middle, like each half of the bow staff, one of these halves having an axe head attached to it, can be used like a nunchuck. Congratulations, you made a bad axe. (laughs) Yeah, it's just inefficient as an axe. You've just made a danger machine. You're going to cut off your own arm. You know how you improve a fireman's axe? You get like a chainsaw or the jaws of life. You move up, you upgrade. <laughs> you don't side grade. <laughs> you don't add things on until it works better. Yeah, he's just trying to make, instead of making a very good axe, he just made like a confusing three-part weapon. <laughs> I guess that'll if it's for bad guys, it'll confuse the bad guys. <laughs> it won't confuse the five that you're going to be using. It on. I don't, like, I know he's built for firefighting, but, like, is he going to get back to fire? Because there is no fire in these three episodes. It's only aliens. No. Yeah. Do you think when fires start happening in the city, he's like, sorry, guys, I got to quit the team. I'm actually a firefighter. I have to go be a firefighter. <laughs> and this truck comes with right, me. This is mine. It's more mine than it ever was yours. Uh, why does why does, why does does he have a truck again? I I th- okay, so like they get originally he had a fire truck that I think was like part of his training program and he just commandeered it. This is what I think happened in the movie. And then they fill it instead of water, they fill sense. it with shampoo. And maybe the firefighting training team was like, We can't use this anymore. You filled it with shampoo. <laughs> just keep it, I guess. You're, you're not in trouble. I guess you could just have this. <laughs> 
But yeah, now they give. But yeah, that's so Buck Wild cutting to like the TV show where he's like been de-aged by six years. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, you can keep this whole truck you can drive. Yeah, I don't. We have no sense of Wayne's other life. Like I said, he's young looking and sounding, but like, we don't know if he has actually been de aged to be like 15 or if he's just a, a strangely illustrated, still college student. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you tried to animate what Sean William Scott acts like, you might get like a teenager. Yeah. I kind of get it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's Evolution, the animated it series. It is. Uh, Mel, what did you think about... We only watched the first three episodes. Uh, we didn't get really get past the intro mm. of the show. There's only about 26 episodes. We don't really see how it ends. Uh, how, how do you feel about the animated series? It's got a couple very amusing moments. I don't know if they're intentionally amusing. Maybe the, <laughs> the bad axe weapon, I think, is a good joke on purpose. It's designed to be that preposterous. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, the, like the, the action adventure parts of it just sort of all blurred together for me. I don't think it offers anything really unique. And the show has a big emphasis on science, but it's also like vague. It's just like a lot of, it's a jumble of words. I don't know if any of the science actually adds up to anything. So I don't know if this would do anything to convince a young person to go into science. I don't think they're going to get to their biology yeah. or chemistry class and then recognize anything that they encountered in Evolution, the animated series. I I mean, I hope that there are more scientists in the world. Yeah. I always hope yes. That. I don't think anyone watched Evolution. N the animated maybe, series and not the maybe movie. the movie i think we did watch the movie in maybe one of my movie. high school science classes but not the animated series yeah i think we watched the movie in, in class too uh but yeah like you can uh, movies kind of evoke emotion yes. uh animated series <laughs> they, can, <laughs> they can evoke cereal i'm not saying they can't evoke emotions or they've never evoked emotions because they definitely that's where animate animated series have uh, evolved ha! into nowadays. Ha! But back in the day, it was just about selling toys. Like, mm. that's it. But, I mean, anime series were created by people, uh, people with ideas that wanted yeah. to get a uh, point across, even if they didn't know it was going to sell toys or wanted to sell toys mm. or whatever. But yeah, like, this, this show, I don't think it was for scientist kids. No. <laughs> no. But yeah, I would you recommend this series? Do you think this is watchable? I think it's an interesting illustration of the genre of Saturday morning cartoon based off of a movie. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. I I don't think my my thoughts I don't think this is bingeable. No. Um it's at best background material. Yeah. Uh if you just want to have something on that's ridiculous, it's good party material. Uh if you want to have something weird going on in the background of a party. Mhm. Mm uh remember parties? Uh <laughs> But yeah, other than that, theme songs, uh, it's an earworm, but it's not entirely memorable, if mm -hmm. that makes sense. But yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty good show. Pretty good uh, animated David Duchovny. Yeah. Uh, Mel. Yes. Uh, this was you, your recommendation. It was. So, what a recommendation. Uh, I, I, do you remember actually watching this when we were kids? Because I remember seeing the commercials, but I would have been a 10 or 11 when this came out. And like, it was, I was a little beyond it. It was on Fox Kids. Yes. So I probably watched it. Yes. I, I didn't. I'm sure we didn't record it. It wasn't oh, one of those shows. Yeah, it wasn't a regular. Yeah, it was just like this is on, and I'm eating cereal. I need to watch something. Mm. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't say it's something like that. Um, but yeah, Mel, this was your recommendation. Uh, it's my turn yeah. to recommend what we're watching next time. Uh, we, on Saturday Morning Obscurities, we look more at a lot of old, obscure uh, cartoons, things you feel like only you remember. But that doesn't mean we never want to watch good cartoons. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a type of episode I've been trying to think of a name of since before the podcast launched. Yeah. Uh, for a long time, I wanted to call them showcase episodes. I couldn't think of a better word. So I, I think I want to go with uh, Remember It's Good episodes. <laughs> yeah. Where we watch old uh, cartoons that were good, that a lot of people revere. Mm. Um, Mel, next week we're watching Jackie Chan Adventures. Ah, yeah. I do have fond memories of this show. I think I remember it having a good, more serialized narrative with more uh, character development and plot mythology. Everything a good growing animation series needs. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, it's got a great cult following. Uh, Jackie Chan had a hand in in developing the TV show, mm. which not a lot of other like ad- adaptations I guess this is very loose adaptations. It's adapted off of a man. And that's it. <laughs> the I, things you could imagine about a man. Exactly. What if Jackie Chan? That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it had a, a cult following, and I think it's worth taking a look at. Yeah. Uh, we're probably going to be watching uh, episode one of season one, uh, episode 12 of season one, uh, and I think episode 19 overall. Let me double check real quick. I'll cut mm-hmm. this in. And I think it's episode 19. Uh, I'll, I'll send it to you later. Okay. But it's it's the, the episode of season two called The J-Team. Okay. So we're just watching series or episodes from season one and two to okay. kind of get an idea. Uh, but yeah, that's what we'll be watching next week. Exciting. Uh, Mel, do you have anything you would like to plug? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit, that's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T, and listen to my other podcasts on the Whatnots Network, that's Whatnots spelled like astronauts, and I'm on the Review Show, which is a media book club kind of show, and the Captain's Log, which is a nonsense chat show every week. Yeah, uh, very good shows. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you you find her on... Uh twitter at wilkywit you can find me on twitter at jams wilk uh if you want to send us recommendations for shows to watch movies to watch other old media for us to ingest on this on this podcast uh you can email us at saturday at saturday mopod at gmail.com you can dm us on twitter at saturday mopod uh yeah or if you want to leave us a five-star review on itunes you'll get that read aloud and we will appreciate it because it helps people find our show yeah uh, Mel, why don't you sit us out? Well, relax, kick back. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. <laughs> there it is. Perry Block dodges the tackle, fakes right, and bam! Gets a hug from the president. Instant replay. Slam! That's what I'm talking about. Me and the president. Pals. Amigos. The big friend Dito. Hey, maybe I should call him and see if he's up for hitting a bucket of balls.
I was watching that! I know, for the 535th time. Huh, you're just jealous because you didn't get a hug from the leader of the free world. Give it up, Harry. We're yesterday's news. The genus is wiped out. The government seized all my samples. The president isn't returning your calls. Maybe he didn't get my messages. Let's face it, without the genus, we're just three guys with a fire truck and 500 gallons of dandruff shampoo. So we just give up? That's it? We just throw in the towel? No. We take matters into our own hands. We stand tall against overwhelming odds. We fight the government. <laughs> you and hey. what army? Whoa. 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 <sighs> I'm an army of one. And we were heroes once. Maybe, just maybe, I can weasel my way out of these parking tickets. Come, Professor Block. City Hall awaits. <laughs>